just another scary camp story today on podcast magoria episode of Podcast Magoria's Halloween A to Z. I'm James. And I'm Autumn. And today we are discussing our M movie, M for Madman. Ah! <laughs> A 1983... 81? 80 something depending on where you read <laughs> yeah <laughs> um early 80s <laughs> there you go just your run-of-the-mill classic campground slasher film yeah i mean it's so literal it even starts with a campfire scene. Yes. Like, I mean, I don't want to go ahead and jump in uh, you know or what? anything, but let's it, jump it's, in. It's so <laughs> typical. Yeah, yeah. Uh, running out of tight one hour, 29 minutes. Um, yeah, let's go ahead and jump into this one because there's a lot to talk about, surprisingly yeah. enough, for this film. There is, including the freaking perfect opening. Yeah, uh oh. <laughs> Do we have a classic on our hands? Yeah, I was really shocked because the opening little credit sequence has a jump scare immediately. And the font that they used for the title looks good. The credits just look good in general. And I was like, hmm, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. We've been here before. Yeah, we've been here before. Where they put all their time, effort, and budget into the opening credits. That's right. It's all downhill from here. Yeah. It's got to be since I've never heard (laughs) of this movie. Right. It then goes from this to... Again, your very basic, very run-of-the-mill, obvious campfire story time, mm-hmm. um, where it is we we learn that this is a campground for gifted children. Yeah, it's some sort of gifted children's retreat. Yeah, and we get to hear a song first thing. Yeah, too. yeah. So in a in kind of a uh, sleepy hollow. Tale of the Headless Horseman, yeah, you know, kind it, of way. It's a folk tale it's, song. Yes, uh, telling about the spooky legend and such. Yes, and the spooky legend of Madman Mars. That's right. And the killings that happened mm-hmm. back in the day. And uh, it's kind of a spoilery song. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> as the uh, guy is singing uh, the song, it and he's going from each individual like camp counselor, it shows not necessarily their deaths, but it definitely shows like their bodies yeah. like, being dragged. Or in, in, in some of them, in some cases you do actually see them getting killed. And so it's just like Oh, I thought that was the people from back then getting killed. No, no. And it's, no, it it's, is it's, I, it's them, yeah. I guess since I didn't actually see their faces well enough yet, I yeah. didn't pick up on that. Yeah, it's just the clips so, of the movie later on. That's crazy. That is crazy. <laughs> um, 
I guess that means don't get attached to anyone then. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> after his song is done, uh, then the older guy that's there. Max. Max. He ends up basically solidifying the story of mm-hmm. Madman Marv. We just heard it in a song. Yeah, we but, just heard it. <laughs> but now he's he's telling the actual legend how Madman Mars ended up killing his family in this farmhouse that's just right there. Yeah, right there yeah. beyond these, like, five trees. Yeah, yeah, it's just like, yeah, it, you know, that building you guys have been peeing next to while we've been making s'mores, that's the house. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think it's really funny because I think that those killings actually happened on this very night. Oh, my God, here we are. <laughs> yeah, it's, we... It's just same old, same old. Big old stereotype. Yep, um, yeah, yeah, it's just like, yeah, it happened this very night. After Madman Mars had killed his family, he goes to the tavern, uh, which it took 10 men to take him down. And the next morning after he had been killed by those men, uh, his body, as well as the bodies of his family, were nowhere to be seen. (gasps) Ah! We have one of the campers call total BS on this story. And Max is just like, oh, well, you, you know... You said his name just now. You yeah. you can't say it again because you'll call him to yeah. us. And he like yeah, and like Max like apologizes. I'm sorry, Mars. I'm sorry, yeah. Madman Mars. Yeah. And then throws a stone at the house and breaks a window. Yeah. Which that just shows how close this freaking place is yeah. while they're telling these yes. stories. Yeah. He's just like, well, I hope it's not too late to have apologized to Mars because he might come and kill us all. And everybody's just like, okay, cool. And he's just like, <laughs> all right, well, this is the last weekend uh, for camp because next week is Thanksgiving. Now, hold Wait, on. Wait, what? <laughs> so are they out in the wilderness, which I'm assuming this looks like a northern forest? Yeah. So it's got to be freezing, it's gotta right? It's got to be very cold. Like, it's got to be because it's because it, that means that we're it's the middle of November, which I was that a thing? Were, were, were there multiple camps during the year back okay. in the day? Which, okay, like, here's this is the thing, Autumn, and this is something that I've been wanting to poke at for a while. This brings up a weird point for a lot of camp things, usually have some sort of Thanksgiving thing because you have this movie thanksgiving but right then Adam's and family, Adam's family yeah. with their thanksgiving yeah and it's play. just like it's like summer it's summer camp is there a fall camp i was never exposed i was I'm never not in the tax bracket for that i guess yeah i, I didn't know anybody in that tax bracket <laughs> yeah, i guess I, I'm, I wasn't a gifted <laughs> child at least not in a way that would get me into fall uh camp and a fall ca- and when do the kids go to school during this time because they're still having to go to school yeah is it like a weekend camp do maybe. you think do you think it's like some sort of like weekend but, program yeah maybe they go every weekend out i don't know the why this, it, it's just it when they said it that, threw me off yeah when they said that oh thanksgiving's next week i was like wait now hold on does that make this a thanksgiving horror movie also Technically, i guess maybe. should we have watched this instead of things killing mm. the first year we did the show <laughs> <laughs> they start to make plans to depart after getting told that they're going to get mutilated in the night yes uh, one of the other counselors that's there betsy talks to another counselor tp don't know if he's actually indigenous or anything like that but anyway terrence phillip yeah. <laughs> 
Betsy's really upset that, you know, they were saying that the children were going to be mutilated and yeah. now the kids are scared. And everybody's just like, ah, don't worry about it. The kids will be fine. Yeah. And we'll be fine because there's no such thing as Madman Mars. Don't be silly. Yeah. They end up splitting up into two groups where uh, the girls go ahead and head to the house while the boys are supposed to stay behind and, and put out the fire and all that, uh, which Richie, the kid that was given shit, earlier and throwing the stone at the house he ends up kind of fucking off from the rest of the group yeah well he lags behind because he sees some sort of figure among the bushes that's and right whatnot. yeah yeah he sees mars yeah and the first thought of this kid is huh i better go see what that is mm-hmm. rather than hey guys did you see that yeah he goes to the murder house to investigate further. Yeah, he doesn't so, just go to it. He goes in it. Yeah. So, like, okay, best case scenario is that he saw a bear. Worst right. case scenario is a supernatural murderer. <laughs> <laughs> Neither way is yeah, Rock in a hard good. place. Like, it's just, like, <laughs> you're going to get destroyed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. As, he's, as he walks in, someone walks out yes. of the basement. Yeah. This... Good enough. See you later. Bye. But Richie is just like, oh, better look around. Yeah, better keep poking around. Like I'm part of the freaking Scooby Gang, party <laughs> of one. Right. We cut back to see that uh, the gang has made it back to the cabin, and holy crap, this is a really huge property. Really yeah. swanky, yes. like as the kids would say, cabin. bougie. Very bougie <laughs> cabin. Yeah. Um. I wish I could live there. Right? Because it yeah. just looks so nice and cozy and yeah. welcoming. It, it also looks like it takes place in Twin Peaks. Yes. Uh, <laughs> well, we'll touch on that Yeah. a yeah. little bit more because there's several scenes in this movie that just look like they were filmed by David Lynch. Yes. Yeah. While everybody's back at the uh, the camp, uh, Stacy is talking to uh, Betsy, you know, the stick in the mud earlier. <laughs> and she's discussing her boyfriend. And Stacy's just like, well, you have to have a boyfriend that's a possessive male and no man's going to hold me down. And just like, <laughs> it's just, it's, it's, it's an interesting um, character building device that I don't yeah. think has any payoff. Yeah, we didn't necessarily need this whole talk about boy troubles. Yeah. I always feel like this kind of stuff feels out of place in horror movies yeah. in general. Well, especially if it doesn't, like, feed into anything. Because, like, Stacy's talking about how she's, all, you know, she doesn't want a uh, possessive male, but she also wants to have a boyfriend stay with a one man and then stay with him for good. Yeah. And just like, okay. Okay, um, cool weird but all right <laughs> i wish that we were watching this on something that we could go like frame by frame uh-huh. because there is like a strange cut yes. during this part where it looks like it's it, i mean it's obviously a mistake yeah but i wish that i could see the little frame that's in yeah. between these two scenes yeah because there's some sort of editing error where it's just like i don't know if it's like for a split second you just see betsy like standing next to like some like next to yeah. a dresser or something. Was there gonna be like a uh, like a clothes changing scene? Maybe. Maybe the actress playing Betsy's just like you know what. Even though we filmed this, I don't want this to be in the movie. Yeah. 
I don't know, but I just had to point it out for anybody that does end up watching this. Yeah. So that they're not, why don't you point out their weird cut? Hey, but... you, you know, and, and before we get too much further and, and before we give the opportunity for someone to go, hey, you didn't point out this thing. So if you remember all the way back in Death Spa. Oh, wow. Um, That's right. That feels like a million years yeah, now. For real. And <laughs> if you if you haven't listened to that episode, you're just listening to this out of order. Well, here's a reference to another episode. So there. Um, <laughs> there's a character in Death Spa uh, called Marvin who uh, was an actor that was in Dawn of the Dead. Mm-hmm. We have our second actor from Dawn of the Dead because the actress that plays Betsy mm-hmm. was in that movie. Yes, she hey. was. So we yes. actually have a movie with somebody in it that we can go, oh, look at that. Oh, look at that. Yeah, yeah. yeah this is like, somebody. this is her second film out of three that she acted in. Wow. Because uh, it was Dawn of the Dead, this movie, and then the drowning sequence in Creepshow. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. And it's just like you know what? I'm done. Yeah. It's, she was like, I, I did, I did good. So yeah, like I guess like we're acting with Ted Danson and Leslie Nielsen was just like can't mm-hmm. go any, nowhere up but down from here. <laughs> so, right. <laughs> she still does like producing and, and writing and all that kind of stuff. It's just that uh, as far as acting, acting credits go, just three, <laughs> just the three. We see our main counselors, Max and TP, uh, trying to cut wood, but the axe is stuck in this log. Yeah, is it like some sort of like sword in the stone situation happening here? Because they both are like trying real hard to get this axe out of the stump. And they absolutely cannot. They even try to get uh, this other character that we're just now introduced to, Dippy. (laughs) Yeah. To home help. So I forgot about Dippy. And so when I was reading my notes, I was just like. Dippy? Dippy. Usually when I give a character a nickname, I put quotations around it. And so I was just like, well, I didn't put quotes around it. So who the fuck is Dippy? Dippy, folks, is the drunken cook. Yeah. He's Dippy the cook. He's Dippy the cook. And he is super drunk. And he's not going to help because he's drunk. Yeah. We've almost forgot about this character because he's not here for very long because he drunkenly goes back into the cabin and is immediately axed. Yes, this is we're off to a pretty quick pace. We're hitting sleepaway camp. Uh, <laughs> like territory uh, with this because I think the sh- uh, the the camp cook in that movie was the first yeah. character to die. Yeah, so he interesting. Sure was. Well, he was horrible. Yeah, so, yeah. You know, this one we didn't see if uh, if Dippy was being creepy on the kids. Yeah, he was just a drunk. He was guy. Just a drunk. That's not fair. That's not. Yeah, it's nighttime. Kids should be asleep. Yeah, uh, I think I also said that if we were to remake this, uh, I would have Charlie Day play Dippy. Yes, because he had a very Charlie Day vibe <laughs> yes. to him for yeah. some reason. Yeah, I think we could afford to have him in one scene. Yeah, just one scene. <laughs> just one scene. I think this part is funny because the killer does not make any more kills at this cabin, I don't think. Uh, yeah, not until like, like way, way later on, way maybe, later on. but yeah, yeah. the rest of it, yeah, I'm just like, like, why didn't he stay there? And right. Yeah. Yeah. He kills get all of these easy people first. Yeah. yeah. Everybody's just kind of chilling. Like he could have easily knocked them all out real fast. But instead, yeah, he immediately fucks off back into the woods. Um, <laughs> one of the other counselors, Dave, uh, notices that Richie is missing and, and he's just like, well, Richie's a scamp. We'll give him more time to sneak back into camp. So I'm, so we assume here that Richie 
regularly yeah. disappears. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, he's still out in the woods exploring the house. Yeah. That's pretty much all that we see him do. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he continues to po- uh, poke around. Us, the viewer, and um, and Richie himself end up seeing Mars dragging uh, Dippy's body into the basement area, mm-hmm. which... I wasn't really sure what he did with the body at first because we just see, yeah. like... Him grunting, and we see blood dripping, yeah. and that's about it. And then, yeah. I, then I realized, oh, he hung the body probably up on a hook or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Texas Chainsaw Massacre style. Yeah. yeah um, I just like that they didn't show any of that process. Yeah, it was... It, it made it vague. Until, like, basically the end of the movie. You don't know what the fuck's going on and what yeah. the, why all this is happening. And, I mean, realistically, even by the end of the movie, you're still kind of just like, well, why, 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 why is all this happening? <laughs> right. Uh, Richie... Ends up seeing Mars run back into the woods. This is what kind of kills the suspense because Mars makes this like. Yeah, (laughs) he makes the weirdest sounds out of any like killer I've ever seen in cinema. Yeah, because it would be so creepy if it wasn't for his. He makes this weird like. Grunty, growly, like, like, like creature if, sounds. Yeah, he makes though. creature sounds. He makes sounds like he's a critter or something. Yeah, it's so weird or ghouly. Like, like when we're whenever we're doing goblin voices, yeah, yeah, yeah. we he's usually are goblin like, sounds. <laughs> yeah, that, that's what he's doing. He's like animal from uh, Muppet Babies, uh, and and it's just it's it, it really kills the mood because up until this point, like. We're talking, it's looking like a pretty classic, Mm -hmm. you know, slasher camp movie. Yeah. Back at the camp, Max is uh, having his final meeting with uh, the counselors. And Betsy is just like, I, as much as I love us doing the tradition of having our final, you know, gathering around the campfire, you really need to not tell the scary story about Madman Mars because it's, it's terrifying the children too much. Okay, wet blanket. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I like how Max went from "Hooray, I scared the kids again" to "Oh, okay. Oh well, next God. time, next time I'll leave it for the big kids. Oh It'll God, be fine." I can't believe what I've done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, TP ends up apologizing for the scene that he caused at the campfire with Betsy. Which, Which I was, was just, like, just them kind of exchanging words of, I didn't appreciate that. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They didn't get in a shouting match. No one threw anything. I don't even think anybody really noticed that they were talking to each other in that scene either. I didn't notice it. <laughs> well, when, I did, when, but... When TP was doing the apology, I was just like, did I zone out? Well, like... and that's what kind of Betsy was touching on when they were talking about the boy troubles was yeah. that she was upset that TP yeah. talked to her that way. And, and I'm just like, like... What way? It's like, listen, <laughs> there's another camp, like, two towns over that's having way worse problems than this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and way shorter shorts. <laughs> and then the other one in the other direction next to that lake is really having a hard time. <laughs> they have a... Uh, Max does his toast uh, to the to the campers and just like, well, well, kids, I'm going to go into town to, to the tavern, uh, have myself some drinks, play, play some cards and have a good time. 
uh, so you know, don't wait up for me. And, mm-hmm. and and when I come back, this place better be clean. And one that uh, I think I, I don't know if it was Billy or if it was Dave. But one of them was just like, oh, what about the beers in the fridge? <laughs> He's like, those better be all gone except for one. You leave that one for me. <laughs> Max is all right. <laughs> in our next scene, I mean, we wouldn't have a a campy slasher film without a gratuitous sex scene, I guess. Which, okay, Autumn, this is grody. Yeah, it just makes you feel really nasty. This particular sex scene. Yeah, which is um, it's it's TP and Betsy uh, getting into a hot tub together, and something about it. It's just, is just really. Ugh. I don't know. It's creepy in a way. Yeah. Yeah, and, also, okay, I didn't think and it, that they... it's not necessarily a sex scene, I guess, but it's still just like really gratuitous, and we even see like teepees, but yeah, yeah, but we don't see, we don't see Betsy's butt, and we barely see her boobs. Yeah, barely see her boobs. So yeah. I was really shocked by full, full butt on man. Yeah, 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 almost balls. Almost balls. Yeah. Um. So. With with this, uh, of course, again, you have your very, very typical, and I can only say that so many times, so just assume every time I talk about something, we're talking about your cookie-cutter slasher camp film stuff, but uh, someone's peeping through the window at yeah. them in the hot tub. Now, I thought this was going to be a fake-out, and it was going to be Richie finally got back uh, to mm-hmm. camp and was like, I saw your butt and balls, yeah. but it's not, it's... Mars is just flat out watching them through the window. Cool. Yeah. He's a creep. And we know that it's, it's definitely not Richie anyway because he's lost in the freaking woods <laughs> he's now. He's still in the woods. Okay. So this is where I joked uh, to Autumn that wouldn't it be funny if the entire movie, mm-hmm. Richie is just lost in the woods yeah. and then just shows up at the end is the, and is the only survivor. Yeah. We'll see if that uh, plays out uh, as we get through this <laughs> review, but but yeah, Richie is just fucking around, um, and he even goes, "Where am I?" Which <laughs> I think is hilarious. Uh, checking back in with some of the other characters, um, Stacy. Okay, okay, this is so this, confusing. Was this this scene is like completely useless? I think. Why did we have to have this scene at all? It doesn't make okay. It doesn't make sense for a million reasons. I actually I thought it was going to play into yeah. the story like later on. And the only reason why, because it is truly insignificant, but we have to point it out is Stacy's sitting on a boat in the middle of nowhere, playing, playing on a, a flute, flute, and then gets up and fucks off. Right. Well, she climbs up the side of a hill and she nearly falls, but then she gets it up it just fine. Yeah. And so I thought that a character or Stacy later on was going to try to go up that hill again and get stuck. Or she gets killed in this moment. No, No, none of that happens, guys. No. Why why did we need this scene? Because it goes from this to it's Bill, Dave, Ellie, and Stacy. Hanging yeah. out, smoking weed. Talking about existential stuff. And and it's just like, well, now, okay, so they went from the meeting with Max, <laughs> TP and Betsy went into the hot tub. Uh-huh. Dave, Bill, and Ellie went to the the fireplace room. And then uh and then Stacy was just like, Hey guys, 
get the bong loaded or roll the joints, whatever it is that you're going to do. <laughs> I, I need to go play this. This I got this tune stuck in my head. Let me run out to the boat real quick to, to, <laughs> to play a flute and then I'll come back. It doesn't, it doesn't make any fucking sense. No. Um, also, is Dave supposed to be a red herring? I, okay. I thought that there was maybe a few scenes in this movie that were supposed to make us think that, oh, oh. it's just such and such dressed yeah. up as the killer, um, Madman Mars. Because, like, Dave just all of a sudden pulls out a knife and is, like, acting really strange. Yeah. Yeah, he's talking about how great it'd be to kill them. And, and like, it's just yeah. this weird fucking thing. And Ellie straight up asks him, are you okay? And yeah. um, he starts to talk about hiding their bodies yeah. and stuff like it's that. And then everybody giggles at that. Yeah, everybody, yeah. It's like a big old, oh, ha, 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 you're so funny. Uh, and and they all wrestle. Any, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, they all wrestle. What? <laughs> I, like, it, 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 okay. Because we don't have any exposure to these characters, Prior uh-huh. to this scene, ultimately. Yeah, is Dave always acting like da- a crazy person like that? And that's that? the thing, is that if Dave, during like the campfire scene or during all the rest of stuff... Maybe played like he was Madman Mars yeah, yeah, yeah. with the like, kids. Like, yeah, okay, so like if they were doing the campfire, you know, telling the story, and then there's rustling in the bush- bushes, and out pops Dave, and he's like, rah, I'm Madman Mars. And, and like, oh, Dave, you're so always such a weirdo. Anything like that, that would... Then the scene would have made more sense. But, of course, we, the scene literally followed another scene that didn't make any sense. So, I guess, stay consistently inconsistent. Oh, by the way, in case you were wondering, Richie's still lost. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they just now decide to ask um, the little kids, like, have you guys seen Richie? Has yeah. Richie been by here? And, of course, they say no. Yeah. TP decides that he's going to go look for Richie all yeah. by himself yeah. which we didn't say earlier but Max established the one rule of the woods was yeah. to not be by yourself yeah well, well that's that's buddy system yeah it's a thing and I mean I, I'm pretty sure the indigenous folk back in the day told the white people don't go in the woods by yourself that's where it came from <laughs> yeah yeah he's going to go look for Richie by himself um uh, by the way also Betsy sees Mars like yeah. sneaking around and doesn't say a damn thing. Like, it's just yeah, like, all Until, right. I will say, later, way, way later, later yeah, on. Yeah. yeah, she just, she, like, she's like, oh. And TV's like, what? And she goes, oh, just be careful. Just be careful. Um, and then and then Mars immediately stalks TP. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't <laughs> know if you guys remember us talking about this. Because we didn't touch upon it too much. <laughs> and of course, I'm just kidding. It's November. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have Bill and Ellie actually camping out. Yeah. Oh, God. Like, so it's the... Weren't they all supposed to be closing up shop? Yeah. And cleaning everything out? Cleaning it up. Because tomorrow's going home day. Yeah. It's not cleanup day tomorrow. It's everybody needs to fuck off day. Yeah. Instead, Bill and Ellie decide, we're going to camp out under the stars yeah. tonight. Also, we should go skinny dipping. Hee 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 hee. Yeah, yeah. In the fucking middle of, like... This is fall, <laughs> and I can... Going con- into winter. I can confirm that this is... This is the Northeast. Yeah. It, it's, because, like, the story this is based off of was upstate New York. Yeah. So, it's got to be freezing. Yeah. Yeah. So, 
what are we what's happening even if it was freaking new mexico it would still be effing freezing by now yeah i wouldn't i would not be wanting to swim skinning dipping nor with clothes on yeah um while they're fucking around tp is still searching for richie uh he doesn't find richie but he does find mars hey what do you know (laughs) now this is incredibly suspenseful. Yes. It's something that this movie gets right. Yeah, they... One of my favorite things about a lot of horror films is the use of quiet. Yeah. And this movie, whenever it's supposed to be a tense scene, yeah. whenever you're supposed to be scared, is dead silent. Yeah. There's now, not even any crickets going. Yeah. And, and that's the thing. is like, you can kind of tell... When a character is safe when they're being stalked by Mars mm-hmm. because it'll be like the synth music. Yeah. But whenever it gets to like where, yeah, someone's fixing to die, mm-hmm. it is dead silent. Yeah. It, it just, it makes it so much more suspenseful. It also makes it seem so much more real. Yeah. Like um, I, I reference Alfred Hitchcock and the Birds so often because of its use of quiet. Yeah. Yeah. And speaking of real... This was probably one of the more realistic death scenes yes, in, a, in a horror movie, especially a sure low-budget one. Because, yeah, yeah uh, Mars ends up throwing a rope around TP's neck and drags him uh, to a tree and then, you know, ultimately ends up hanging him. Now, TP um, has the presence of mind, and bless him for this because I wouldn't, <laughs> of grabbing the rope and pulling up and grabbing a hold of the branch so he Mm -hmm. saves himself for a hot second but then mars comes over grabs him by his comically large belt buckle (laughs) and pulls him down real fast which snaps his neck yeah um first of all kudos to the actor that plays tp because his eye like he's busting the blood vessels in his eye yeah i um, wasn't sure if they had like you know put red in his eyes or put contacts in his eyes but, but just the face just, that he's making yeah. and he he like he looks like he's actually being hung yeah it's gross it is and then also <laughs> just his they did a great job with the makeup and stuff because mm-hmm. he, it's like he's turning like 10 shades of purple yeah while he's being choked and like it's just it's it's actually gruesome uh, just the sound of his neck being snapped yeah. it was gruesome. It yeah. was solid. Like that's like easily one of my favorite kills in at least any of the movies we've seen so far on the A to Z. Yeah, we were super, so impressed that we were like screaming at the TV, yeah. essentially going, "That's how you do it. That's so perfect." Yeah, checking back in with Betsy. Uh, she's doing the old classic. He loves me. He loves me not. Um, <laughs> and ends up. Uh, she realizes how worried she is because yeah. TP was only supposed to be gone 10 minutes. Yeah. Trail's not that long. He should have found Richie by now. Yeah. Also, this is when she reveals to the gang that she did see the shadow of something out there. Yeah. yeah. So, yes, it was way later on that she decides to mention this. <laughs> yeah. She tells uh, Dave and Stacy about the situation. Dave's just like, well, Richie sneaks off all the time and all that. And Betsy, you know, reiterates that she's, she's like, ah, I think I saw somebody checking back in with Mars. That scoundrel pulls the uh, the axe out of the stump. Holy hey, smokes. There you go. He gets to be king of England. <laughs> Dave had said that he would find, go out and find TP and Richie. He'd find them in one, two, three, yeah. essentially. Um, <laughs> which, you know, great. Dave, now that TP and Richie are missing, Dave is like, oh, yeah, I'll go out into the woods by myself. 
plan. Yeah, of course, Madman Mars gets Dave. Like, yeah. the kills are pretty quick in this. Yes, yes, very quick. Let's touch up on TP real quick. Because he finds uh, TP's body uh, before he gets the axe. And, and he just looks so nasty. Yeah. The, looks so good. <laughs> if you have ever unfortunately found yourself in that part of the internet uh um, they did a remarkably realistic makeup yeah as as soon as i saw him i got all sorts of flashbacks of early internet and i was just like i've seen too many bodies that have actually been killed this way and this is exactly what it looks like yeah it was just like so creepy somebody (laughs) working on this movie had to have known a coroner something or or was into some really freaky shit because yeah that's... all the all the death makeup because yeah. dave like looks nasty yeah too. yeah so yes madman mars ends up axing dave mm-hmm. stacy grabs betsy saying hey we need to go have a meeting in the office <laughs> and she decides that she's gonna get billy and ellie to at least go ride to the end of the trail to see if they can see yeah. any of the boys. Yeah, they're going to hop into the truck and and do what everybody should have done from the fucking start. which Go is out one, as a group. Go out as a group. And two, use the vehicle that's on the property. This yeah. whole time I was thinking that, oh, well, Max probably took the only car. Yeah, or they go there by a bus and are dropped off and they have to wait for the bus driver to come yeah, tomorrow yeah, morning. Yeah, something or, like that. Yeah. But, you know, yeah, fucking uh, Dippy's fucking vehicle or something. <laughs> Right. But yeah, like, no, there's a there's a trail truck. Why haven't we been using this the whole time? Uh, so, yeah. So Stacy, she goes to tell Allie and Bill about what's going on. And while she's, you know, going to do so, like we're getting that good old fashioned Mars stalking happening. <laughs> um, <clears throat> it's great because this is so this movie kind of like tap dances on the line of being horror comedy. Yeah, because she she gets into the truck and 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 can't get it to start, and so she she fucks with it a little bit, and it, and it starts, and so she starts to drive it just as Mars gets to it, and he's just like, and like scratches <laughs> at the truck. Yeah, seriously, if it wasn't for the sounds he was making, this movie wouldn't be half as funny as it is sometimes. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Ellie and Bill, they're getting ready to go out to help Stacy look on the trail. Mm-hmm. Uh, but first they stop in to talk to Betsy and Betsy assures them that she's okay and, you know, she's not actually alone at the cabin because she's got all the kids and somebody's yeah. got to watch them. So she has to stay behind. She can't come yeah. along for the search. Yeah. Stacy continues to look around in the woods and she comes across... Uh, uh, Dave's uh, headless body and just like oh my god uh, <laughs> she runs back to the truck and wouldn't you know it it won't start <laughs> <laughs> this kill is uh, a little bit more unique it, it was yeah and, and as it happened I was thinking to myself wouldn't it be funny if this happened and then it, and does. Then it does yeah which yes. is she has she's you know looking inside the engine and Mars pushes down the hood and it cuts her head off yeah so flipping funny but... you don't see that very often either mm-hmm. even though i feel like that should be a more common death yeah in oh, movies because sure. i mean that's something i'm terrified of in real life um as a person that's had my uh hood 
like hitch fail. Um, this hit a little bit too hard. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> it's sort of the hood that hit me in the head. <laughs> uh, Bill and Ellie finally make it, and wouldn't you know it? Since they see the truck there, they're just like, oh, Stacy must be around. Let's split up and see if we can find her. Uh-huh. Luckily, this doesn't seem to be too much of a problem because they just make a big circle and end up meeting back up at the truck. Yes. So, whew, I thought something was going to happen. Right. Uh, <laughs> they When they get in the truck, it, it doesn't start. And so they... They start to mess with it. They open up. Well, okay. This is why this part is funny. Yes. Because Bill goes to look first. Uh, sees yes. Stacy's head. Yeah. Tells Ellie, stay in the truck. Yeah, don't and, look. Yeah. And he goes to run to get something out of the car. And Ellie comes running out at the exact moment to look in. The yes. Yeah. And- <laughs> she sees Stacy's head and freaks out. Just the way that they filmed that entire scene and the timing of it yeah is just mwah, chef's kiss i yeah. love it yeah they're they had seen mars and are just like oh man we gotta we gotta get the fuck out of here which of course like the the thing that was really funny to me they were gonna be driving the truck and stacy's head was still Stacey's in the hood. head is still in it's <laughs> cooking now yeah yeah, yeah probably is actually (laughs) so gross you probably smell the burnt hair oh Oh. yeah 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 if you've ever like started a vehicle in the fall (laughs) or winter that has Mm -hmm. like an animal inside the engine that's what they're smelling right now yes i suppose that madman mars is just as fast as this truck because he's able to drag bill out of the window yeah as it's going um and it gently crashes into a tree which freaks ellie out well yeah she tumbles out of it um it's it's the gentlest like turn of events yes well and she she stumbles out of the truck really slowly too so i don't know if I don't know if they needed to pad a little bit of time, so they're like, we need to do the scene extra slow, guys. Yeah, she looks back and she sees Mars uh, holding Bill over his head, which I thought he was either going to pull a Bane and, like, break Uh his back over his knee, or at the very least, maybe, like, rip him in half. No. No. He just ends up carrying him off. He just carries him away. Oh, well. (laughs) Hey, did you know that Richie's still running around? (laughs) Yeah. yeah, okay, so Richie, yeah, let's check back in on Richie. Richie's still running around. He sees Mars dragging another body uh, into the basement, and Richie goes back into the house. Why? Mm-hmm. Why? This is the second body he's seen get dragged into the house. Why is he still poking around? Well, he really regrets poking around this time because I guess he sees all the bodies hung up. Yeah. And I guess him seeing the first body being hung wasn't as horrifying. It's the lineup of the bodies yeah. now because he makes like the most horrified face ever. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. yeah. Ellie runs back to the camp and is looking for Betsy and can't find her. Um, she is just, you know, she runs into the office. Not there. She runs... Uh, you know, to like the fireplace room. Yeah, she's not there. This is when I was just like, is this the cabin from Twin Peaks? 
Like, because it's just, because there's yeah. like, uh, like there's a big red curtain hanging up. I was waiting for her to go through the red curtain and it be like the checkerboard like room. Okay. Like, yeah, I did forget to mention uh, the one scene that is especially Twin Peaksy, which is the meeting of all the counselors before Max leaves. Oh, yeah. That scene in particular looks so Lynchian. Yeah. And yeah. then this scene, too, is yeah. very Lynchian. Yeah. Yeah, especially because, um, cause especially in Twin Peaks, characters make weird choices. And in this scene, uh, state, uh, Ellie makes a weird choice, which is she decides that a hiding spot that she's going to take advantage of is not a place you would think of unless your name was Indiana Jones. Because <laughs> she proceeds to pull all the shelves and everything out of the refrigerator and climb in like the, an atomic bomb is about to drop. Yeah, as if Madman Mars wouldn't see all the stuff on the floor <laughs> and go, huh, oh. that's weird. Well, I guess that that Ellie girl isn't here after all. Guess I'll have to check the other room. Yeah. La, la, la. Yeah. So she hides inside the fridge. Somehow this fucking works. Yeah. He completely skips that room. And as soon as, she, as soon as she hears his last footstep out of the door, that's when she gets out of the refrigerator. I would have waited a few more minutes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I would just froze my ass inside that fridge yeah hey, it it's can't just be... a refrigerator yeah. you're just gonna, gonna be cold for a little while i bet it's not as cold as the fucking water when she was skinny dipping that's fucking right james <laughs> <laughs> so yeah she immediately comes out um like a ding dong and makes all the noise in the world and... well no no she didn't because remember we were complimenting her on actually being quiet oh that's right yes she she made all that noise getting in, but was all the, she was, yes, she was like a cat sneaking through the night. Yes. Um, but that still didn't Cause, matter. Because even like when she turns the corner, she's still very cautious. Yeah. And very quiet instead of immediately running, yeah. scrambling to the door. Well, maybe she should have. And maybe she should have. Yeah. As she's sneaking around, see that Madman Mars, he wasn't fooled. He's just hiding and watching her. That's right. He's watching her from the shadows, and he just waits for the perfect moment to strike. That's right. And yep. Ellie is... Yep, that's it for Ellie. Do we even... I can't remember, or maybe I looked down as it happened. Do we even really see how her death happens? She gets an axe to the chest. Okay, okay. Yeah. I must have just missed it. Yeah, um, I think you're writing your notes during that part. Yeah. But, but yeah, um, checking back in with Betsy. Betsy is just like, hey... It's weird that I'm the only adult in the camp now. Maybe I need to look for everybody. <laughs> uh, and as she's walking around the campgrounds, she looks in the window and sees Ellie's body. And it's just like, oh, fuck. Like, something really fucked up's happening. She calls Max uh, at the tavern and is just like, hey, you need to get here as soon as possible. There is an extreme emergency happening and I need your help. At first, he's like, um, I'm a little busy playing cards. Yeah. Um, you can figure it out. You're good. Yeah. But ultimately does listen in the end and goes, okay, I'll head back. Yeah. She does the first thing that's actually smart in this entire movie, which is she goes and gets a shotgun uh, to hunt Mars. She's taking matters into her own hands. Yeah. Not a lot of uh, horror protagonists 
do that for yeah. some reason. Also, I mean, like, usually whenever the final girl gets to this point, it's because she's gone through a lot of shit up yeah, to this Yeah, and up she, to now. she's just seen a figure kind of Yeah, she saw a shadow, away. and then she saw a dead alley, and she's just like, I need a shotgun. I need a shotgun. Yeah. Good for her. Good for her. Yeah, holy exactly. Shit. Unfortunately, though, the first body that she uses the shotgun on is Ellie's body because <laughs> it's pushed up against a window yeah. and she thinks it's Madman Mars and immediately shoots. Yeah. Which, I mean, quick. Yeah. Quick to shoot. Quick, like, you know, yeah. quick thinking. That's good, good, good for job. her. Yeah. But that is not the body you wanted to shoot. Yeah. Uh, she ends up screaming for all the kids and tells them that they need to get into the bus, that they need to get the fuck out of here. Good for her. She's thinking about the kids. Um, <laughs> which, I mean, I guess she's been doing that the entire movie, just in a different way. Yeah. Of course, uh, Madman Mars chases them to the bus and tries to bust in. Yeah. Um, she's able to... Fend, fend him off and yeah. I mean she's yeah, she, just banging the shotgun on on his hand and yeah, he's like yeah, for a long time for a really long time we're talking like a like it felt it's, like an eternity it's a ridiculous amount of time it really yeah. is but hey this gives her a moment to tell the oldest kid yeah. hey you can drive this bus go ahead and get out of here yeah. i have no idea how old Doesn't matter. this child is kids were able to drive like 10 back then he was probably smoking a cigarette too yeah 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 and drinking whiskey <laughs> uh, yeah she tells them that they need to go uh, to the police station and she's just like i'm going to go search for the others oh boy <laughs> she unlike richie uh, doesn't get lost in the woods. She goes straight to the house. Yeah, like, I'm surprised that that was her first thought. Was I got? I better go see what's going on in that well, house. I, I mean, see, it's the next nearest property. Yeah, but you know, I, I guess like I mean, good for she's she's doing something very rare for these kinds of films. It's almost like she's watched the film with us and figured everything <laughs> yeah. out. Yeah, because like she knew to get a shotgun. She knew to get the kids in the bus and get mm -hmm. them the fuck out of there. And she knew to go straight to the house, yeah. straight to the murder house because weird shit's happening. How nobody else mm -hmm. thought to themselves, hey, it's weird that all this stuff's happening and we had this murder house next door. Yeah. You know, like six trees over. And they and Max did say it was this night exactly yeah. that all this happened. Maybe huh. Richie's hiding in the house that we were right next to that he threw a stone at. Yeah. That's not the first place they went to search for. Okay. They should have cool. went as a group. They should have went as a group in the truck to the fucking house, but instead they all dicked around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she gets over there to the house and has her showdown with uh with Mars, which is Yeah, uh she gets a nasty slash on her face from yeah. him because uh, he ends up ambushing her and during the showdown, he he ha he drags her over to the hook yeah uh basement yeah yeah and so we get to see all the bodies we get now. To see all the bodies and also she gets uh the same treatment that you know you would see in something like texas chainsaw massacre where she gets put up onto a meat hook yeah um pretty gruesome mm -hmm. but you know she's trying to get herself off mm -hmm. and Mars comes over and she's able to stab him yeah. in that moment. And he ends up knocking over a candle, just like the cow that started the fire yeah, that's right. in Chicago. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the whole place goes up very fast. It must have been made out of old newspapers. So we lose all evidence of mm -hmm. anything happening. And Richie comes out 
A-okay. Yeah, yeah. Max arrives on the trail and Richie's just walking along. As the house is burning. Yeah. And, and they both stand there and watch. Yeah, and Richie ends up having flashes in his mind of all the murders as the Madman Mars song starts to play. Yeah, Richie, he's going to need some therapy. Yes. Because all that he can say in this moment is, Madman Mars, Madman Mars, Madman Mars, Madman Mars. The end. <laughs> yes. What a fun movie. What a surprisingly fun movie. It's just like The Prowler for us, where yeah. we went in with such low expectations, yeah. going, oh, this is just going to be another slasher. Mm-hmm. Nobody talks about this movie, yeah. so it's got to be a bad one. Yeah. As it turns I, out. Yeah, I was so pleasantly surprised. Yeah, so some some things about the movie is um, it, it is uh, it is based off of a, of a real legend, urban legend about yeah. a killer. So here's here's another fun thing is um, the same time that this movie was being made and getting put out, another uh, a classic slasher uh, came out the same year, and that is uh, The Burning. Mm-hmm. which is also based off of the same story. Right. So much so that um, they had to actually change this movie to not get um, in trouble. I've which never... is why that editing might be weird. Oh, maybe. So we might Maybe there had... was a scene in yeah. this one that was very similar to the other. I've never seen The Burning, yeah. and I kind of want to uh, do a comparison. It has almost been our B-movie every year, <laughs> and I've chose not to do it. And I it's just, weird that we came across this one instead. Yeah, I love I, I loved this movie. I had yeah. a lot of fun watching it, so I'm really curious about The Burning now. Yeah. And as I said, my favorite aspect of this movie is the suspense. Yeah. When Madman Mars is doing his stalking. Yeah. I... And how realistic the yeah. deaths looked. Yeah, yeah, the special effects are phenomenal. The it's got the perfect slasher synth mm-hmm. sound in it. Yeah, when there's when there's music, it's used and it's used really well. Yeah, um, everybody I think does a good, like as far as acting goes. It's, yeah, it's there's pretty not good. really anybody like even the kids don't really. Yeah. Well, okay. The little girl that says that she's scared, she doesn't give a really convincing performance. It's a little girl, so who cares? Yeah, it's a little yeah. girl, so, who cares? So, yeah, it's it's just, um, it's a shame that this isn't among, yeah. like... Yeah, just like Ghost Chase, Yeah, this one should have, should have a little more notoriety. I think the only reason why this movie has not stood the test of time as far as popularity goes is, in, 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 is because of the fact that it didn't have any like really huge names in it yeah because like the lady from dawn of the dead yeah that that was their star yeah which it's not like she's utilized that much in it i don't no. think she's even on the freaking poster yeah there's not necessarily a main main character in this yeah is I guess there Mad Man mars? yeah besides madman mars because everybody kind of plays an equal part yeah and has equal lines and so i would say that the only reason why for instance the burning um, did better than or, or has been more popular mm-hmm. uh, versus this movie is because of the fact that it was Jason Alexander's first movie. Oh, it also features Holly Hunter. Right. Uh, so it's kind of a lucky them. They had people that became a big deal later on. So right. that's, that's how yeah. it became a cult classic. Okay. 
and and again we've now got, we, we've re- got, we yeah. really got to see it now yeah um now of course we haven't watched that so we don't know how good it is maybe it's somehow better than this movie i find that hard to believe yeah oh um the other thing about this one was mad Men mars when you're really looking at him <laughs> looks kind of goofy yeah 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 the killer looks kind of goofy but they know how to make him scary with quick flashes yes where you don't really your eyes kind of like wait what did i just see yeah it's kind of like the wendy williams like yeah um well, james what was that exactly yeah <laughs> you know and i guess to compare this to another movie that falls into a very very similar uh thing and i was comparing to was uh the final terror yeah uh where the fi- again the final terror is more popular than this movie um somehow because as we said in our review of that film it's a fucking mess it is but it's it's also a legend of its own right because it has daryl hannah and joe pedaliano and stuff like that and so i find that uh some of these what you would call legendary or or you know uh popular 80s slasher films sometimes it's not because they're good sometimes it's just because somebody that was in it happened to become a star yeah. You know, and and I think that this movie did better than most of the movies of that time. Yeah. This should have this should have been up there with like Friday the 13th. I agree. Cuz I think that it's got some suspense that's even like reminiscent of a Halloween. Yeah. Where it's got they did a really good job like a lot of those like Carpenter-esque shots mm-hmm. of like the stalking. Yeah, that's the other thing is it's actually really well shot yeah. too. And I mean, it takes place in the woods at night, but you can actually see what's going on on the screen. And yeah. we have a bad TV that doesn't play dark scenes very yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. We, we watch from a horrible angle. So, yeah. so yeah, the backlight doesn't help too much. But, yeah, like, so it's, yeah, I didn't have to adjust any settings for it. It was, it, and, and, I mean, there's one shot when, I think it's when... Stacy is outside. Mm-hmm. I think it's. I think it might be whenever she's looking in the hood of the car. Uh, oh of the yeah, truck. yeah. You that's see, the only scene. You, well, you can see the uh, the tree line in the sky, uh-huh. and you can see that it's it's like twilight or whatever. You because you can yeah. see that it's it's the blue. Yeah, you can see the blue, and so that's all. Just like ah, okay. But other than that, I'm telling you, this movie. It, you definitely like run out and see this movie. It is available um, all over the place. It is on Pluto. It is on Tubi. It is on Freevee, um, which if you don't use Freevee, it's it's basically like the free movies that are on Amazon. That's yeah. through Freevee. Uh, definitely, definitely check it out. I'm pretty sure that's also included in a lot of those like those five dollar bin horror movie collections oh, probably i honestly think i already own this movie <laughs> yeah it's got such a stereotypical like yeah. name yeah I, I probably saw the name and was just like no thanks I, i'm not gonna watch a madman I, okay i i honestly when i saw the title i thought that it was gonna be like a ripoff of maniac i yeah when i first saw that it was on our list i was like okay so we're getting a maniac yeah <laughs> but no it's it's really great and in for real though i think because i have a I have one of those like DVD collections that, that uh, like the one disc that has um, it has Chud Two Chopping mm-hmm. Mall is it like Highway Six 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 or some shit yeah and then and then I think this is the other movie that's on there oh my god uh, Waxworks on there also well yeah. hey I mean look it's it's included with some classics on that yeah 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 if um, I think so... that that's on there then that means it must be worth watching <laughs> <laughs> all yeah, right all in all 
go and see it. Yeah, check it out. Please do. I mean, it, it's a it's a it's a really good yeah Halloween movie. I Absolutely, think. yeah. It is yeah, something yeah. that you can put on for yeah. um, background for Absolutely. a party. Turn out the lights, pop some popcorn, watch a good film. That brings us to the end this episode of podcast Magoria's Halloween A to Z. Our next episode is our end episode, end for Night Beast. Hmm. Hmm. There's one I've never heard of. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. You know what? We went from one relatively obscure movie to a super duper obscure yeah, one. Yeah, I <laughs> don't know so, about this one. Hey, maybe lightning will strike twice. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Until next time, if you find yourself at a camp and it's the last day of camp, do what you're supposed to do. Clean up. Mm-hmm. Get to bed early so you're all rested for the next morning. Well, you gotta drink the beers too. Well, yeah, yeah, knock out them beers. Uh, yeah, do some drinking, do some premarital sex, and most importantly, you must stay spooky. Scree, scree, scree. You've been listening to Podcast Magoria with Autumn and James, starring Autumn Campbell and James Davis, produced by Taryn Westphal, with music by James Davis. Like what you heard? Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and be sure to follow on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for posts related to Podcast Magoria productions. And as always, stay spooky. Hee <laughs> <laughs>